I'm going to speak really loudly to make it seem like I'm saying something very important that needs to be emphasized. You talk to me like that again, Ryan, I swear. One I swear time. to God, Ryan. Oh, episode 44 of the Bro Therapy Podcast because he proved me wrong and he scrolled up on Spotify on his phone to show me that he was right. Try to keep this short. This is a message to everybody who lives in my head, rent free. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna need some rent. I know, I know, it's hard out here for everybody, but I am gonna need that rent plus a $500 deposit. I know, but I'm gonna need that ASAP, like by the first, or you got to kick rocks. Um, but as you know, it's very spacious, you know what I'm saying? Um, no pet fee, and I'm gonna have somebody come and look at all those loose screws and demons. Episode forty four of the Pro Therapy Show. Threw me off what I was even gonna say. We got we got Ace, me, myself, we got twin next to me. We got producer on the line. And it's not Drake. I don't even know, dude. I was gonna say something about uns listening to the unscripted thing. What are you talking about? In the in the beginning. I actually had a couple things to say and you All fucking right. goddamn fucking Oh fucking this peanut butter. Got like all my fingers, and now my fingers smell like peanut butter. That's some really strong. Um, the is it whiskey? Yeah, whiskey. That's some ball. strong whiskey you gave me, dog. That peanut yeah. butter, peanut butter, peanut whiskey. butter smack smacker right there. Yeah, uh, this is so good, ball, actually. Dope bottle. Yeah, screwball. Yep, peanut butter whiskey, dude. It's like, yeah, I'm like, what's the bottle say? Something, something, misfits. Oh, let me grab it. Something goo goofball. Too beautiful for you to wait. There's a story on the back. Screwball, peanut butter whiskey. To the Misfits, Black Sheep, and Screwballs. Cheers. It's almost ironic for you to be formal when reading something like that. I think that's the only, that's the proper way to do I it. I think the more Misfit thing to do would be to what I did. No, no, yep. no, no. That's what that would that's what would be expected of you, dog. Don't go with the grain. Actually, you should go with the grain, but that would work. That's woodwork. That's not podcasting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> yeah, unscripted. We actually, yo, I've never really thought about that. Like, what? It's so, it's just so, I don't know. People always, like, people fuck, there's people out there that do scripts. That's fucking weird. For podcasts? Everything, bro. I couldn't. I gotta, like, improv. I don't know. It's not even improv. I mean, some of it's improv, but, like, the rest of it's, like, 
just chilling yeah like you don't have to improvise when you're just like flowing right 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 i I like that we we've never really we well first of all we've never done a script whatsoever no we're organic ever that's been a big thing through the whole thing is to have it be organic we do find well yeah we do find content to talk about yeah and we do find topics you know yeah but also that it's like fine topics and like it's stuff we're interested in and we just want to talk about it in like a formal, like a kind of more serious setting. Yeah, it's stuff we're into. We're not just finding random shit, and it's like stuff that we actually care about. Mm-hmm. So these are like conversations that we would just have normally. Facts. Yo, you keep telling me the last podcast episode was good. It was fire. Are you telling me the <laughs> listeners to go check out our last podcast episode after they're done with this one? Yeah, yeah. And supposedly this is gonna be on Christmas or something. Oh, this episode. Yes. Yo, kind of crazy for us to recommend the last episode after the conversations had for the fucking, for people that are going to be listening to this on Christmas. Yeah. Given the topics, the fucking Lucifer, like what? <laughs> Bro. Christmas? There's, there's, on fucking Christmas, There's dog. nothing better. You're telling me this is just coincidence? There's nothing better to talk about than lucifer on on the birthday of christ our Dude, lord and that savior is fucking crazy yeah. that is crazy i can't even believe it just worked out like that that's fucking hysterical i like it dog that's art picasso Picasso. <laughs> dude yo also you were telling me uh like wayne would hit went diamond oh yeah little wayne went diamond off of lollipop facts and in sales not streams I know that's like all, all the millennials. Yo. All the millennials are like, "Whoa, what the fuck is he talking about right now?" Wayne's what, the what goat, is sales? Dog. Wayne's the what goat. I, it's. A, I think it's a very important distinction that he he went diamond in sales and not streams. Because like, damn, we've been so deep in stream stream numbers that like, yo, me and my homie Shadow was talking about nostalgic things like old school shit, like aim, like. uh Back when you had like the auxiliary cord was the cassette tape with the wire that you had to put in and you plug that into your CD player Walkman. Mm. And that's how you was able to listen to CDs in Mm. your car and shit like just Mm -hmm. old nostalgic shit like that. You know what I mean? There's a whole debate on if those are a fucking fluke or, or not. I know when it comes to bro therapies numbers, there ain't nothing to fluke about anything. Yo, yeah. That was a JK. We should actually, we should actually, nah, mean that. Mean it, get mean hype, it. get yeah. hype. Because, I, yo. Nah, it's a big deal. It's a big deal. It's a big deal. It's a big deal because it was nothing at one point. Yeah. It was zero at one point. Right. So even just for our listen numbers that we broke. Like, yeah. That's a big dog. deal. That's a big deal because at one point it was nothing. And that means thank you so much for all the support. Fuck yeah. Like it took, it took a lot of, that's a lot of listens. That's a lot of listens. Like, think about it on a personal basis. Yeah. Like, think about you. Yeah. Hitting that number. Yeah. Just in your life. In your life. I know, bro. Yeah. Like, um, you, imagine you sitting down listening to a thousand episodes. I was going to say, like, what's what's the average time per episode? Like, an hour and a half? That's crazy. Two hours. That's a lot, dog. Yeah. Right now, it's an hour and a half. But when we first started. Thank you so much for everyone who. 
who's listened and i really Hell yeah, appreciate I, that bro. i appreciate the fuck out of that y'all are awesome so much love so much love to all our supporters um to answer ryan's question like right now the runtime is like an hour and a half but like the average runtime when we started pumping out content was like three hours an episode yo we we created 2,300 hours of content in the year 2022. God we created 94% more content than people, than, than other shows in our category. Yeah. 94%. That mean, you know Facts. what that means, bro? And it's we all was organic. grinding, bro. dog. And the crazy part is all, it's all organic. All like, organic. Like, we're not no even script. script. Over we just, two- pull, like, it would just show up and then boom, boom, and then that's it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Over, wait, over- wait, you guys don't have the script? Oh, here it is. There we go. I thought we were reading from the script. Listen, uh, listen, you man. You're going to psych our uh, Damn, listeners bro. out. We Damn. To, this is why you had to go to Kansas, dog. Yo, we yeah. Had, you just, yeah. This, we had to, bro, you over here trying to. Over 2,000 hours of content and no scripts whatsoever. Yeah, but with that last episode, the milestone that we content. hit. Content. The nah, milestone that nah, we nah, hit. No, 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 no. Stop. Pause. To you want to know why you want to know why you should listen to bro therapy. You should why? listen to bro. Th- you should listen to bro therapy because we didn't create over how many? Two thousand hours. Two thousand hours of content. Yeah. We didn't do that. What happened? We shared with you, the listener, two thousand hours of our personal relationship, our friendships amongst each other. And just the things that we would be talking about normally, even if the mics weren't on. Facts. And that's what's different about bro therapy compared to some of these other podcasts. And if you vibe with it, you vibe with it. No problem if you don't. Like, we're just here to, you know, sh- like show how we are, try to spread just our own morals and values, like in the sense of like being vulnerable, don't like yep. breaking stigmas. Yep being ourselves yep. allowing us to just do what we like to do freedom of expression like there's this is just a space like you're welcome to you're wel you're welcome to join in it's just a space you're welcome here you know like we want to talk you just got vibe with it it's vibes hell yeah he's making a sales pitch no nah, but but seriously because it's like content it's like i don't do it for the content like this is all like an important part We've said it before so many times on this podcast that for all of us that this is like an important part of our lives. Yeah. So like that's what we're sharing with you is like there's 2,000 and however many hours of our lives shared Mm -hmm. with you guys. Opening up, yep. And and this those hours are very important parts of our lives. Every one of them. Mm -hmm. So it's crazy to just even think about that. Hell yeah. And it's just there. Hell yeah. But I love it. Like, I love it. I love sharing the experience and just, you know, having a good time and just vibing out as homies. Thank I need you, it. Listeners. I need it. Yeah, I mean, too, weeks, dog. I That's what it. it's, it's, yeah. it's not therapy, but it's therapeutic. Yeah. Oh, it's it, it's its own kind of therapy in a sense. You know? The numbers are so crazy to me. I'm still like, yeah. damn. So, you know, like, outside of that one milestone with the numbers that we've reached yeah. with the last episode, um, Another milestone, I guess, like I was, I even wrote a Facebook status about it because I was like reflecting over it, like my morning coffee and shit. Mm. Cause like, you know, I was like, there's been a lot of activity on our, what's it called? Our, uh, uh, what, what, what's the word? Antics and what analytics, analytics. Thank you. 
um, there's been a lot of activity on it. So I was drinking coffee this morning, smoking a blunt, and I'm like, all right, let me check it out, whatever. And I'm like looking at the countries that our our content has reached. Yeah. And I'm like, there's like five or six different somebody in over in these wonderful places finds some interest in in two little old Americans fucking ranting about nonsense. Yeah. You know, that's wild. That's wild to me. Thank you so much to all our listeners and supporters. Seriously. Appreciate you a lot. This whole thing, this whole, the whole funny part and like why we're struggling to get away from this too is because like this wasn't planned either. So like, this is like <laughs> no organic. No scripts, dog. No script. Like, and now we're like, how do we say, we're trying to figure out how to segment out of like, mm-hmm. how do we get out of this? Because we are very appreciative. We just don't know where to go from here. All right, well, let me, in a sense, give back, and we'll segue out of this by showing love to there, That's a segment. Segway. Segway. <laughs> uh, we'll, we'll segue out by showing love okay. to to some other content creators okay. that I personally love. First of all, before anything, shout out to my boy, Shadow Savior. Um, I was talking to my homie this morning, which I'm, I'll talk about that in a little bit. I got a whole conversation about it. And... I got a second shout out to a new friend of mine, Dan. He has a show on YouTube called uh, The Cozy Corner. And I'll talk about that in a little bit too. So I want to give a shout out to both those guys. The theme of the week for me has been you got to randomly conversate with motivated and inspired people. Not all the time. Not like a chore. Somehow fit in a random conversation with a with a motivated friend, right? That's the theme for me this week. It started off because um, I got linked up with my friend Dan, um, who has the YouTube show, and uh, he reached out and was like, yo, uh, let's have a phone conversation. Uh, let's talk. Let's chop up some ideas and stuff. And uh, we had a really, really productive conversation. He, he had a lot of insight insight for me just one thing that i took away from that is that like i notice when i get to have these like long in-depth conversations with like other artists and um other multimedia creators i leave those conversations feeling like juiced up like i feel like i got plugged into a wall and i got like i got all the energy so like when i leave those conversations i get a couple days of like a good buzz and like i'm super productive and motivated to work on my shit and whatnot yeah and of course of course that dies away you know what i mean as you go on and like so i'm thinking in my head the reflection is i have to make time to have these random conversations with my motivated friends every so often to keep myself motivated and juiced up like it feels good like having these conversations Mm-hmm. you know what i mean absolutely yeah so uh like this morning i'm like all right i'm gonna try it out right i gotta record tonight for the next episode of bro therapy um i ain't really got no type of uh topic ideas or anything so i'm like thinking of my friends who can i give a call to on this sunday morning talk to chop it up not not even call to talk about anything just say yo what's up homie how are you doing yeah blah 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 and then just see where the conversation goes and I get my coffee together. I hop on Discord just to, you know, catch up on my uh, on my chats and shit. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Say happy Sunday to everybody. And I see my homie Shadow is is just in the hangout. He's just in the hangout um, 
chat room the uh what do they call that the voice the voice yeah, yeah. the voice chats so you know i pull up on the homie we just start chopping it up and we 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 got into we got into a couple a couple good conversations breaking news twitter is banning promoting other websites on twitter yo and linking websites and i just seen that tonight, it's, bro it, yeah like it's breaking breaking um, I think I think Elon Musk is already apologizing. He's apologizing for what? Yeah, and he put up a poll asking people if they want him to step down from head of Twitter, and he'll do whatever the poll results say. Okay, so what the fuck is going on? Elon Musk, yeah, is talking about putting a poll up, and he stepping did. down. He what? put the poll up. I don't know if the re- I don't know when the results uh when the results finish. Why? Right. Why? Why? Because, let's go. Let's go to step because one. Because everyone's upset. Let's Twitter go to right step now. one. What happened first? All right. Not not the beginning of this whole Twitter bullshit fiasco shit that Elon Musk has been doing. Not when he walked in with a fucking sink in his hand. This thing specifically that you just the breaking news. Where did the breaking news start? Twitter. I know it started on Twitter. I yeah, know it started on Twitter. Twitter themselves said it. Twitter support. Uh-huh. We recognize that many of our users are active on other social media platforms. However, we will no longer allow free promotion of certain social media platforms on Twitter. Specifically, we will remove accounts created solely for the purpose of promoting other social platforms and the content that contains links or usernames for the following platforms. Facebook, Instagram, Mastodon, Truth Social, Tribal, Nostra, and Post. We will still allow cross-posting content from any social media platform. Posting links or usernames to social media platforms not listed above are also not in violation of this policy. And then they give a link to, uh, like, more of it, and it says the prohibited platforms, and then it says third-party media link aggregators such as linktree.ee or inc.bio, and that probably also will include card as well um and then it shows examples like username at social follow me at check out my profile da 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 and then they do like a whole weird thing in here about accounts that are used in main purpose to promoting content on other social platforms may be suspended attempts to bypass restrictions on external links to above prohibited social media platforms through technical or non-technical means is a violation of this policy so who came up with these rules elon himself probably yeah okay so now he makes this policy change right yeah and they post everyone is pissed and everyone's pissed off they post this policy change like everyone's pissed off right there's backlash well all right all right there's backlash and uh elon responds to the backlash by saying i'm gonna put a poll up and if you guys want me to i'll step down he said, going forward, there will be a vote for major policy changes. My apologies won't happen again. Now, Elon, and then Elon Musk said, should I step down as head of Twitter? I will abide by the results of this poll. And then two hours ago, says, as the saying goes, be careful what you wish as you might get it. What the and then fuck an hour, is this guy doing, And bro? then an hour ago, he says, those who want power are the ones who least deserve it. That's true. That's true. I feel like this part right here was like some weird little game he played. Like, he yeah. says, going forward, there will be a vote for major policy changes. And then he's like, all right. So going forward, 
he's like playing this game with himself, right? Yeah. He's like, I'm telling all you people going forward, you guys can all decide with yes and no's. Now in his head, he's like, well, if they get rid of me, now they won't have the yes, no option of deciding what we do with Twitter. Yeah. So he's like playing this whole little thing. I think I don't appreciate it because it's like fucked up. you could you could do so much good in the fucking world, man. Again, I don't understand how motherfuckers could get into a position to alleviate the suffering of people around them and then choose not to like how the fuck, how the fuck. The only thing that would make this whole thing make sense for me is that if tomorrow this motherfucker breaks out in the Iron Man co- fucking costume and goes saves the fucking ukrainians like it's the only thing that fucking makes sense if this man is iron man that's why he's fucking trolling everybody because he's iron man and he's about to save the world that's the only thing that would make fucking sense but to me but it's not gonna happen i know i know i know i know it won't happen yo speaking of this fucking guy on twitter uh you know he's been having a back and forth with uh with lex the last few days i've been following no. they've been going back and forth about what um I think that Lex is being genuine because Lex is fucking genuine as hell. Mm -hmm. And this one that popped up right here, Lex said, let me run Twitter for a bit. No salary, all in, focus on great engineering and increasing the amount of love in the world. Just offering my help in an unlikely case it's useful. And Elon said back to him, you must like pain a lot. One catch, you have to invest your life savings in Twitter and it has... It has been in the fast lane to bankruptcy since May. Still want the job? Lex said, yes, we'll turn it around. Yo, this man says, I want to do whatever I can to help put more love in the world as far as Twitter is concerned. And this motherfucker said, yeah, but you got to, you got to, you got to invest your whole life savings into Twitter. I know. He's being a troll. I know. I know. I get it. Why? I don't understand what the end game is. I don't either. Like, he just doesn't care. That's the same guy that we're watching, like, lose his fucking mind. What is up with all these fucking billionaires who have the fucking world full of potential fucking losing their minds? They're all fucking losing their minds. They're all... Look. Power goes to your head? They're all fucking losing their minds and acting childish as fuck. Isn't that what people always say, that, like, power goes to your head? Is that what it is, though? Is it really the power, or or are they really having, like... No, I think it's the power. I a think mental pow- thing going on. I think power corrupts you. Power corrupts you, right? Yeah. But the thing is, is in our lifetimes, we only see so many people who rise to power. Now, in those power, like, in the ways that they rise to power through wealth or whatever, right? Now, those people that rise to power chase power all the way up, right? And right. they do these other things to get more power. You're, if you think about it from a pool, right? Like, what are the chances that one of those people a little bit stronger with dealing with power than the rest of them? Now, how many people does it take to reach that point until somebody is able to handle all that power and do good with it? I think that's the real question. Because it has to happen eventually. Damn, dog. I'm you sorry. Know- I dissociated like a motherfucker. Damn, dog, I dissociated like a motherfucker. It has to happen eventually, right? Yeah. <laughs> you don't even know. I don't even know, dog. I dissociated. I'm that I'm just I don't know why I'm so dumbfounded that about this, but let's say like five people. Right? Yeah, let me focus. Let me get back into it. Alright, come on. Alright. Alright. 
out of any group of people, there's a chance. Like, let's say they're let's make them all go play basketball. Okay. There's a chance one of those people is better than everyone else, right? At basketball. Right, right, right. right. Just happened for mm-hmm. whatever reason. Mm-hmm. For whatever reason, we don't know. Right. Now, pretend basketball is just replace basketball with power. You give these gr- this group of people power, all these individuals power. Yeah. One of those people is going to be a little bit better than the rest of them at dealing with handling that power and not, you know, letting it, quote unquote, corrupt them. Yeah. Eventually, there has to be enough people, right, at some point that enter that pool of people who have gotten power that one of them does good with it. Eventually, that has to, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. There has to be someone that that is capable <clears throat> of still doing good with it. It'll ha- it'll happen. It has to happen. If all the else can happen, it has to happen the other way. It's probably just the thing is it takes a really strong individual. It's it's like in life. Like it it's so much easier to succumb. If you're at work, it's easier to just if you see something on the side, it's easier to just walk by and pretend that it's not where it's supposed to be. Mm. Cuz that's the easy way out. And that's what power corrupting you is. It's the easy way out. But you could go back and put that thing where it's supposed to be. Now that takes power. Responsibility. Yeah. It takes somebody to be responsible enough to understand that the right thing to do with that kind of power is to try to alleviate suffering in the world. But it's going to take a special person for that. You know who that special person is? Us. Not us like me and you. Us like people who feel like... They need, like, that's supposed to be the person. Be strong enough. Get yourself and even just your normal life. I don't know. Like, I, I don't have that much. But, like, when I can help others, I try. Yeah. Just yeah. that little bit. And if everyone does that, then we help pick each other up. Like, fuck them. I, you know, I'm Buddhist, but there's this Bible verse that I we really dig. can't rely dig. on them. We have to help each other. There's this, this Bible verse that I really dig. I think we talked about it before. Or, uh, yeah, those that are strong ought to bear their infirmities of the weak and not to please themselves. That's Bible verse. barred the fuck up. Holy yeah. Shit. Yeah. And uh, I think when we talked about it before, I think your, your, uh, your input on it was uh, the way you looked at it. In the grand scheme of things, at the end of it all, you can't really tell people what they ought to do, no matter what position they're in or mm-hmm. what position you're in. But like, I think like with Elon Musk, this is a perfect example of that Bible verse. Like, we we go on rants about it all the time, and like, I just don't fucking get it. How like you can be in a position to alleviate so much suffering, and like you actively choose not to do that. You actively choose to do the opposite of that. But I guess on a full spectrum, even us in our position, which isn't much of anything, we can still probably choose to be the alleviation of someone suffering if we really could, you know? Yeah. Fuck, we've even talked like the... uh, I'm not even going to remember now. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no, we talked about it before the... Ending world hunger for X amount of time. Oh, like yeah. How much that would cost yeah. versus the acquisition of Twitter. And it's like, like, really? Was it, was it really that important to fucking get Twitter? Like, congratulations. Look what the fuck it did. Like, wouldn't that money have been so much better used yeah. for fucking, I don't know, helping people? Like, what is this fucking stupid thing we're doing? Go what is off, this? boy. This is the Go whole off, fucking boy. thing is stupid. It's fucking dumb. You're telling me you spent 40 Four or forty billion dollars on fucking 
Twitter? What? For this? For it to be this? Like, what's happening now? Like, you couldn't just fucking help people with that money? That's crazy. Yo, he was doing so good, too, bro. He was down a path like, of, like, I, who real... the fuck am I to criticize yeah. him, what he's doing with his money? But at the same time, it's like, like, what is this? This is, like, this is, like, what it is is, like, in my head, what you did was you spent $40 billion on a fucking Toyota Camry and you fucking drove it into a wall and you got out and you're like money well spent i don't get it <laughs> and it's like you couldn't just fucking get and you while you did it you drove by fucking you know a hundred thousand homeless people as you were barreling towards the fucking wall like yeah this is gonna be worth it yeah i'm glad i spent 40 million dollars on that or 40 billion dollars on this toyota camry that I'm about to drive into the wall. That's what it feels like. That's why it's so upsetting. Boy going off, dog. Boy going off. No disrespect to Toyota Camrys, I'm sorry. Bro, you got too much money and you got too much time, bro. I don't know what else to say. You got too much money and you got too much time. Dog, kids are starving. Kids are dying. Families are being torn apart. People are fucking succumbing to depression and anxiety and fucking all kinds of other mental illnesses fucking poverty is a real thing like let's not even talk let's, about the whole entire world let's just talk about fucking america alone like like there's a lot going on right so like public, so much going like on, public bro. square like virtual public square if twitter yeah. goes away right meanwhile it's like world's kind of uneasy military powers this and that and the other people are like looking at japan like thinking about like worrying about what's gonna happen to Japan. There's stuff going on in Ukraine. We don't know oh like what God, who's gonna bro. make what moves. Yeah. Then there's nuclear talks and we <laughs> but we got fusion, baby. And then it's like and then we announced that we got the fusion. We announced thing. that like we got it's like what are we doing? Like is this I've been saying it this whole time and I really hope I'm fucking wrong, but like this is like one of it feels like one of those things when people look back at history, like, no, that's you leading right up into World War Three. Yeah. But you bro. don't know that you're like, oh like in man the in the moment you yeah. don't know it right like, but as the time progresses and you're putting it all together it starts to more and more feel like oh shit i've seen this timeline play out we watched something during our sound check oh yeah we that's did. some more breaking news you yeah want, you more wanna, breaking news. You more breaking news give, give us like the back story to it real quick uh, there, there is though like real backstory like i i guess my mom i didn't even know about it my mom put me onto it and then it was earlier this week and America is the first country in the world to achieve uh, energy positive exchange from fusion. So, like, they got more energy back than they put in. They put in two megajoules. They got back three. Yeah. Yeah. Which is the first time it's ever happened anywhere in the world. Um, So it, this puts us on the path to having, quote, unquote, abundant, unlimited energy. Well... You know, we're going to have to pay for it, even though it's abundant, unlimited energy. This conversation might be super vague. So for our listeners, if you just Google DOE National Laboratory makes history by achieving fusion ignition. Or go to energy.gov. Right, right. Yep. Energy.gov. That should be. That's the you, article. Yeah. That, it's on energy.gov. And there's a video yeah. there with the announcement yep. from. Yep. 
all the officials. But the reason why I brought it up was because um, I don't. It, it's a long video. If you if you want to listen should, to it, go listen, listen to, to it the whole thing. on on energy.gov. Uh, about a half an hour long. History. Yeah, but like history. the reason I bring it up is because the whole time me and you was watching it, and then we mentioned it to each other. We like, both thought the same thing. It me. felt what? What's the right word to use? It felt very uncanny. Like, what? What is that? Uncanny. Okay. Do you know what uncanny is? No, 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 no. Let's get a definition for uncanny. Okay. Strange or mysterious, especially in an unsettling way. Yeah. Like, like the eeriness and similarity to a past event, like as it was being talked about, was very, I don't know. Me and you both got like atomic bomb vibes. Yeah. Like when they dropped them on uh, Hiroshima and Nagasaki. What? I fucking, my thought. All right. This is how it happened. Mouth. This is how it happened. We're watching a video. Nagasaki, sorry. We're not talking. We're watching the video. We're looking at each other. We're watching the video. We're yeah. looking at each other. Yeah. We're watching the video. And you say to me, this is history. Yeah. This is history in the making. Yeah. And I say to you, I feel like this is how they talked before they dropped the bomb on Japan. Yeah. The whole vibe of it was like they were basically trying to tell the world we have something better than nuclear weapons yeah they kept saying the whole time fuck around and find out they kept saying the whole time this adds to our national security and having a reliable nuclear deterrent like what do you mean yeah what does that mean like the whole time they keep saying that they never explain what they right. don't want to explain how they just say it like it's a wink wink like I, find out fuck find around and out find what out what we got fuck around we and got find something out. better than nukes that's like, what, it what do you like. mean that's petri first of all that's scary as fuck terrifying what do you mean better what? than fucking nukes i don't want to know yeah i don't i don't what Why do we need that much what are you gonna do like fucking you're gonna create a star on in the middle of someone's country and just evaporate them yo what if they un they they unveil this whole Dude, thing I told you they're gonna, and it's the it's fucking a, death star bro it's a fucking space laser 100 <laughs> percent concentrated unlimited energy abundant yes. unlimited energy yeah they you literally use lasers to heat up the fucking thing to well, get how many ignition. did they say they said like 10 10 or 13 280 lasers oh it was that many was it really that many? Yes. To heat up a very specific type of metal yeah. to get the... A BB size. Yeah, to get them uh, the two atoms to fuse or whatever under the certain heat once they achieve ignition. And it, I, it gets like to some fucking insane. It's in a small cylinder. Some fucking insane number, like over 3 million degrees Fahrenheit or something. What the It's hotter, hotter than the sun. Because it has to ignite. It has to do. They're, they're recreating Christ, the process. They're recreating the process that stars do to create energy. Is what it is. Why? Why do we have to do this? That's what it is. It's the same concept. It's the sport? same thing that stars do. We did it. I really just America. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, you know what? I should. We should say it on here. First off, I hope in the end everything is okay, and that whatever happens or needs to happen to happen to get old Ye back, old Kanye back. I hope he's like actually okay. 
I don't know. I can't tell. I I feel like he's just really gone, like really manic. But I don't want to get too into it. Um, but we've talked about Kanye a lot on here, and like appreciating some of like his views on like the artistic mind and stuff like that. Yeah. And like recently, he's had like a lot of. Can't can't we, drive we with can't, that. We, yeah, we can't we can't, can't drive stand, with that. Can't stand by that. So nope, nope. Sorry, Kanye. I do have empathy for. I hope everything for gets, for. Uh, I hope you end up better. An individual who is losing control to mental challenges. It's just it's so it's this seems so it. weird. I don't want to talk about. I know I keep saying I don't want to talk about it really, but like it just. This like it's so hard to believe this is the same Kanye that said George George uh, W. Bush doesn't care about black people, right? Like this right. is the same Kanye. I think this was the challenge that Lex was giving him too. Is yeah, yeah. Like I, it's so hard for me. Is it? I mean, yeah. As somebody who you know looked up to him for so long from like his artistic views, it's it's damn dude. Like I don't know. I feel like I between artists dying and then killing their own legacies like they're destroying their legacies it, it just it's a lot of loss i'm like very attached to my the artist we've had this conversation the artist i listen to yeah so then it's like whenever <clears throat> it's, the legacy is destroyed or this that and the other it's like it hurts there's not much difference between kanye and just another person who is going through the same challenges. I I guess the thing with Kanye is is that the whole world is just looking at him while he's going through, going through this shit. It, it's very obvious that he's like trying to express like some type of really really deep pain. I think that I don't know, man. Maybe we could like let's forget about Kanye. Let's just think about the people in our immediate life. If you got anybody who's losing their fucking shit, maybe we could just like not, we could do less judging and uh, more helping. Or like know? a small little nice deed. <clears throat> um, That helps people a lot. There's random. I feel like that's part two. You still, you definitely got to hold people accountable regardless. And I, I think I, that's what the world is trying to do with Kanye too, in a sense. In a oh, sense, I'm, I wasn't. I'm mean more like. I, I just wanted know. to throw that in there. That's all. Oh. Yeah, 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 just to be. I fair. feel like killing with kindness is great, and like I was thinking more like a super super dark place as well, and like that you should definitely just like if somebody's, you think somebody's, you know, going through a hard time, just give. I don't know, do a little nice deed. Yeah. Why not fuck it. Yeah. If you're if you end up being right, like, you probably just fucking saved a life. Or like made their whole fucking week or yeah. month even. And if and you if, was wrong, and if and if you were wrong, so what? You just did something nice for someone. Like there's no loss in it. Yeah. There's no loss in it. If, so if you ever even think about it, just do it. And you know what? Let me add to this too. To all my listeners, to all our listeners, check on your check on your strong friends. Yeah. Check on part. your strong friends. Oh yeah, yeah. The people, yo, chat. Check on the people that seem like they're always, like. Check on the people that have never once ever opened opened up about a problem to you. Yep. The ones that seem like everything's always going good. Yep. Check on them. What about you, Ryan? Um, I'm usually that guy. Ryan, you're all the way in Kansas now. Do I need yeah. do I need to get on a plane? No, it's not like no. It's not. I'm like come that. check up on you, Ryan. Meet you out in Kansas in two weeks. I'm I'm gonna say it like this, right? Are you saying I'm not invited? <laughs> no, you can come over anytime. 
Uh, <laughs> All right. Sorry. Yeah. Um, you, you get to a, a point in your life where you feel like, yeah, I'm really out here on my own, doing my own thing. Shit. Yeah, dude. Fuck. I feel that. And then you're like, well, now what do I do? Like, bro, I, I, you lose, you lose sense of direction because of it, right? And you, you gotta build the direction. You gotta build the walls. That sounds you're, terrible. You're just, you're just grounding for whatever. You just, just build something. You gotta build the roof. Build the roof first. Don't build the walls. Build the roof. Just, just make something, whatever, whatever you can make, and and have it work. But I've, I've, uh, I cope with it a lot better than I would have. It's not like an easy thing for a lot of people. So, well, what, what can you talk about some of the things that like that help you handle it better, that help you cope with it better nowadays than like maybe the past? When I get into moments like this, I try to think of everything that I've done. Okay. If you some if look at it like that, like if you can even just fill a single hand with things that you've done that were good, you've already achieved something so, that matters. So you reflect over your, your achievements. Yeah. I think that's great advice. And Ryan, that's really beautiful. And you know what? Like, but it also takes to bet to like bounce back and forth with you on that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It takes a lot of strength to get those achievements in the first place. And then like what people don't realize until after they've reached that point where they've like made those small achievements or big achievements or medium achievements or, you know, life-changing achievements and any achievement along the way, it really feels like, uh, like these, these pillars that kind of like hold your house up and the house, the house is you and like, you know, you're mental and like, your will to you know continue and try to do great things or whatever you know and just experience life and whatever else is you know awaiting and like as you get these achievements it almost feels like the more achievements you uh are able to do like in it's not even the confidence thing it's like the the more foundation that you have for your house, like the more pillars that get laid down mm-hmm. and you can like reflect upon those and it, it gives you that strength. Yeah. Yeah. To like just keep going even easier. That reinforcement. Yeah. Yeah. But it's not until you get that first one where you really start to have that, m- the mental understanding and stability from like understanding what it means to have that, pillar under you that achievement to look back on Mm -hmm. so you don't know like how powerful that can be until you you almost have to do it like out of blind faith like yeah it's a thing like when you go to get your first achievement like your own personal achievement in life you're doing it's weird you do it out of like this blind faith thing like you don't particularly know why you're just drawn to this thing and for some people it's you know forced upon them like whether it be through school or whatever right but achievements still feel good in the end even when you uh knowing that you got it out the way and you did it Mm -hmm. um but for like a passion achievements right uh a huge thing is just you just drawn to it and then until you like you don't really notice it and then eventually you accomplish something you're like oh shit 
but it just drew you along. And then after yeah, you have that yeah. one little pillar down, you're like, oh, I fucking get it. Like, I need to get a, as many of these as possible. Yo, that, to take it back to the beginning of the pod, my pillars, my pillars, those conversations with those motivating friends. That's awesome. It just adds another, like, just more reinforcement, more reinforcement. Do you feel like that, Ryan? Do you feel like they're, like, those achievements, like, the more you get, the easier, or not easier, but, like, the it feels like the weight that you're able to carry, like, like you just become so much stronger. Yeah, I, I get, like, I get the I get that sense of belief in myself, you know? Yeah, it, like, it feeds ultimate, the fire. Yeah, it ultimately, like, it makes me understand, like, yeah, even if it does go bad, I know I can do this. Who's going to carry the boats? Damn, this pod's been crazy. Shout out to Argentina. Wait, what? No. I mean, yes, but... Yeah, don't say no, bro. We can fight. No, JK, no, I would never shout, fight you. Shout out. Shout um, out to Argentina, bro. Uh, all I want to say as a, uh inexperienced soccer fan uh, that doesn't know anything about what he's talking about, um, I just want to say that France is fucking weak sauce. Oh, it was a. It, yeah, somebody did was, you watch it? Somebody posted a picture in the Elon Musk with like oh, one of Trump, guy again. with yeah. one of Trump's sons oh, next to wow. like a bunch of uh, um, other billionaires. It was a very exciting game. Uh, Argentina was uh, was up a lot of the game two zero. France came back like back to back, boom boom, and then uh, it was tied for. For a long, long, long time, it went all the way to a to to the penalty shots to see who would win. Mm. And uh, the reason why I said France is weak sauce, bro. I was watching this game and they were so dramatic. They like they were trying to get yellow cards, obviously. Yeah. So like they would get bumped and they would have to throw on the theatrics. Yeah, be on the ground, rolling around, making faces and yeah. everything. But then just get up and walk it off after they wouldn't get the yellow card. I'm yeah. like, yo, this is so obvious that they're doing this. Like, it was so annoying. It was so annoying. But, yeah, shout out to Argentina. That's fucked up. My my son. He's, I hate soccer for that reason. My, my son is seven. He's super, super, super into uh, soccer and uh, football, as he calls it. Mm. Um, And his favorite football team is Portugal. Ronaldo. Mm. Right? And, uh. But all season, he's been talking trash on Messi mm. from Argentina. Mm. He don't like Messi, but I mm. guess like, yeah, well, Messi everyone is picks, like everyone picks one, one well, of the big guys. R- r- I guess Messi and Ronaldo are at the like same caliber of talent, but they're not because Messi is better. Oh, you're lucky. My son ain't here. He might have jawed you right then. He he really <laughs> might have hooked off on you. But um, hold on, but let me say this. Uh all season long, he talks hella shit. He don't like Messi. He mm-hmm. his favorite player, he's a Portugal fan. Mm-hmm. Ronaldo's his favorite player. He could tell you all the statistics, all that shit. But the last like 3 or 4 days, I he's been cheering for Messi. I'm like, "Yo, you faking the funk, dog? What you doing? Why are you cheering for Messi?" He's like, well, first he was like, first America got knocked out the World World Cup. I was like, all right. And he was like, then after that, my favorite team, Portugal, got knocked out. And he said, 
all that's left is messy. So we got to go for Messi. Mm. I was like, all right. So we, we cheering for Argentina today? Yeah. Mm. Yeah. People like was their, hype, People bro. like their heroes. Like yeah. The ba- back to the people with power. Like, there's those people. There's a lot of soccer players. But there's only, you know, one Ronaldo, one yeah. Messi. Like, yeah. It what? comes back to there's so, like there's a lot of soccer players. You don't see them saying anyone else's name like that. Yo, you you don't really talk much about these things, but I know you have a competitive nature to you. Do you have a Do you have a squad you like? A squad. Yeah, like soccer, football, In soccer. Yeah, yeah, like it, yeah, because it's such a worldwide sport. I mean, I guess I have to support the Estonian team, but they don't really make it far. But you do rock with them, like. I guess I don't really watch soccer. Okay, that could be an answer. I don't either. I just how far started. did the Estonian team even make it this time? They probably didn't I don't even make even it know. to the World Cup. I don't even know. And don't honestly, know. if if I'm being so honest here, I've never liked soccer my whole life. I've really never liked soccer. I've never liked playing it. I never liked watching it. It was just never my thing. But when your seven year old son <laughs> is telling you statistics. And telling you names and telling you oh, countries, that's awesome. you know what I mean. He's telling me he's yeah. like, he's like Ronaldo plays for Portugal. That's this country over here, and their rivals is Argentina. That's this country over on this side. Like he don't even know that much when it comes to schoolwork, but he's telling me names, statistics, countries, like ratings. He's telling me all this shit. When your seven year old son is doing that much shit and he's that passionate about a sport, I have no choice but to be a fan of it now. So I started doing my research. I think I'm gonna just I'm just gonna bandwagon it, and I'm gonna say that Portugal is my favorite team too because that's his favorite team. So you know what I mean. I'm rocking with my boy. Just just for a good laugh, the Estonian team has never qualified for the FIFA World Cup. Damn dog. Or the UEFA European Championship. You know why? You know our why our team's not good enough? You know why? Because our team's not good when enough. it comes when it comes for game day and it's time to compete and they go out there on the field, the whole Estonia team they just grab hands and start singing. Bro, you're funny. <laughs> they just grab hands you're and start funny. singing. You're funny. Honestly, it's so annoying. I think uh, I think it's probably to do more with like. A lot of kids, I think, are pushed into tech in Estonia. I don't think there's, like, many people. I mean, like, everyone in Estonia, everyone grows up playing soccer. It's honestly a huge surprise. Like, everyone I knew in Estonia was playing soccer or tennis. That's how I know about Federer. It's because I have a relative who's, like, a huge Federer fan. I guess, like, I don't know who's the athlete I care about. Who is it? I said, who is an athlete I care about? Eh. Faker. I count Faker as an athlete. It's like my dick. Is that uh, esports? Yeah. All right. No, I, I accept, dog. You ready? I'm going to read you a crazy stat. All right. Well, what does he play? Hold on. Okay. League of Legends. Oh, okay. All right. Since he- Faker debuted in 2013, the third season of competitive League of Legends, he has been at 12 of the 17 premier international tournaments that Riot Games has held. Faker has won five of them. Nice. Three, three League of Chess and three of them being 
World Championships and two mid-season invitationals. He's the most prestigious. He's like literally the Michael Jordan, like in terms of like stats. Like yeah, he even when he doesn't win the world championships, he's like in the finals or like he's fucking there. Yeah, like any team he's been on, pretty much like well, they at least show up. Damn. They make it that far. That's right. how good he is. Right. Damn. So that's your favorite player. Yeah, I guess. I rock with it. No, I, I, I totally also, rock Also, it's with like it. the legacy thing now. Like, the, the fact, fact that he's been able to do that for so long. Yo, speaking of uh, gamers, streamers. Oh, yeah. Earlier on, I was talking about my boy Shadow, and I said that we were having conversations today and that I would talk about it later, and I never got around to talking about it. Yeah. Um. But now we don't have enough time to talk about everything. Oh, shit. But the one point, the, I, I, I got to at least touch on the two topics that me and him talked about. You know what I mean? Real mm-hmm. quick. And um, I know one of them you might you might have some input for. But the one thing that we talked about um, in the streaming community, a big thing that happens, especially early on, and it's just part of the process, I guess, is this whole follow for a follow, support for a support type of thing you know that vibe Some, sometimes you know what i'm talking about there's some, there's some people that do that stuff yeah immediately i want to say that it's disingenuous it feels like it's just a disingenuous thing yep and like i started off that way but i was like these streaming communities there's so many of them and there's a lot of good ones um just these streaming communities and stuff like i don't really want to be a part of all of them some of them I'm only there because they follow me. But I, I'm I'm not really a consumer of their content. And I kinda overwhelmed myself with it all. So like what I ended up doing was I, I really did end up unfollowing a lot of streams and I went through Discord and I left a lot of Discord servers because I wanna focus on like the products that I genuinely enjoy and that are genuinely a part of my 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 life. And like I want to put all my energy and focus in on that. With Shadow, like we have our friendship and we support each other's shit and we we consume each other's shit. Pause. That sounded weird as fuck. But uh but outside of that, outside of that fact, like I'm genuinely i'm really just focusing on one server and it's because of what's important i like things feeling organic too like not that's a big show. thing that's a big thing the, like the, i like the, genuine genuine that's that's genuine, that's the theme right there unique experience yeah. like the reason why i hate apps the reason why i hate like that whole follow for follow shit and like all that other stuff is because it's like generic like it's the same thing every time no unique nothing no unique story no unique experience no life like you're just interacting with like a very simple thing yep like you've seen this card flip over a million times you you know yeah you know the deal you know what's gonna happen there's no individuality the genuineness is like it's definitely the theme. It's definitely what I'm going for. I want to make real connections. Um, I want my my interactions to be meaningful. I don't want it to be a number. Right. Let me Our show interactions you. Interactions are meaningful. Let, let me show you real quick. Right. 
I left all these dis I hella Discord servers. I left them all and Bro, shit. I know what that's like. Um, and we was in like three hundred. We got our recording server, right? That's on Tuck, and we do have a Bro Therapy server, but I don't even focus on that server at all. The server that I put I put all my energy into is Shadowed Patriot Circle, and that's that shadows community right but let me show you he broke this shit down to me today and this was what this is because what's important to this community is what makes it like worth it for me like the number one priority before everything mental health before everything before everything that this community loves and is passionate about the number one priority for all of us is our mental health the second priority, and this is how everything is lined up. The second priority is, is, is um, what do you call these voice channels, right? Because the second priority is communication between the community, like, and then after that, you have your 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 all your other juicy stuff, right? And then at the bottom is for self promotion and all that that extra promotion shit because that's last priority. Mental health and communication and being the community, those are the priorities. It's just super important to me to focus on m motivating, inspiring, productive communities and friends. If, if that's the whole point of this spill right here. Nah, that's dope. I like how they have that uh, layered out. Yeah, right? Right? That's, that's dope, right? Yeah. Hell yeah. We support that. Big time. At least what you've described. Hell yeah. It's definitely a message. Another show that I genuinely enjoy, like, as a consumer and fan, um, is a show that I discovered on YouTube um, called Cozy Corner. And that was my homie Dan that I said I had a conversation with, a phone call with. Uh, last Friday um, He has a show on YouTube Called The Cozy Corner FTL I think it is I don't know what their abbreviations at the end for But I just call it The Cozy Corner um, What I like about this show Is It's a It's Dan A man um, Retired police officer uh, He's pretty much Kind of dropped a lot of things and is focusing on creating productive content, positive content for the world. Uh, you know, I jive with that, but he has a show. It's him and his daughter, Lily. And, um, so for me as a father of six, um, his daughter's a little bit older than my daughters, but it's, it's been comforting watching this, watching this show and watching father and daughter tackle these these family things together and literally being like super honest with each other one i would have never been that honest with my parents as a kid and two like i aspire to have that relationship that he has with his daughter to where i can have those those conversations with my kids especially as they get older now it's not my place to ask or I mean, maybe have an input. So I'm gonna ask the question yeah. for the sake of understanding. Yes, sir. Uh, 
is the reason why you felt like you can never have those kind of conversations with your parents because you didn't have that kind of relationship where you felt comfortable enough to be vulnerable enough with your parents like isn't yes because in my head like that's the people that you would want to be able to have those conversations with in an ideal world oh you're 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 100 percent right and that it's more of a shame if you weren't able to have those conversations with your parents because that means you never got to have that kind of relationship or you never felt comfortable definitely definitely wasn't wasn't an option for me yeah i also feel like there's a heavy scale on that too because like i feel like there's probably a lot of parents that are like right on that line of like being able to like trying to make their kid feel comfortable enough that it's okay for them to have those conversations where Mm. they don't feel like they're such an outcast or whatever but for some reason it might just be difficult yeah i feel like it's a process you know we could like really it's like a long long it is trust building process it is it is if we could really dig into this yeah i think it i think it has a lot to do with response to the response that the parent has like i don't know what happens on you know the inside of of the cozy corners household but i feel like i can assume that whatever his daughter goes to him about like that he probably never responds in any kind of anger. Like, that has to be like the really case. Like, really tries to help out. Yeah. The, like, yeah, because how else would they? The, you feel comfortable be comfortable going to, do to that. ask the questions? Yeah, yeah. like, how would you like be it's comfortable like to talk advice. about those Like, it, you're going to that person like they're your friend. Like, yeah. But not just a friend, like, the parent friend. Like, I need to ask you a question. The guidance. I can only trust yeah. you yeah. to give me an answer that would help me. Right. Right. What is it with like, what? Where does it come from where kids like don't believe their parents? Is it because they don't like how their parents treat them, so they associate that with like, since they don't like how they're being treated, they think that when their parents tell them something, it's gonna, it's negative in some way, so they avoid it like subconsciously. Uh-huh. So like, if you're telling me this thing, well, you do all this other stuff I don't like, so. Why should I believe that this is actually the right answer? Right, right, right. You know, to answer that question, I think obviously it's nuanced and it's like it's different for every experience, right? But I think to give a a, a broad stroke answer to that is that through all these different means, I think you just lose trust. For whatever reason, for this reason, that reason, that reason, this reason, mm. you lose trust. You lose trust in that ability to go to that person and be safe and get guidance and get wisdom and not have to worry or be in fear. You know what I mean? I think for whatever reason, once something starts to break down that trust, like I just think I think from that point on, like that kid, that person, they're just on their own. They're just a they're floating in a current and you know hopefully it just works out for them and they find the right right way i think at that point honestly i don't know but does anyone have the answers i mean like hey there's, there's no but there's no like number one parenting book right nah nah they're definitely not there's definitely not hey but maybe dan will listen to this episode and he'll have an answer for us and he could give us feedback maybe maybe but i feel like it's hard i don't know 
I know you're about to say something. But no, like, no, no. What's hard? What's hard? <sighs> Just a topic in general, because yeah, I it's agree. hard. Uh, because there's like a lot of like YouTube families too, where like you know, like one of the ones that pops up into my head is on the outside looking in. It looks like the what's inside family, right? Is that the one where the the father and the son they cut things open? Okay. Yeah. 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 Like from the outside looking in, it looks like. Like that's a, I don't know, like one of those really healthy, uh, like father son relationships mm -hmm. where they're like feeding the curiosity and helping, like teaching and going through the things. Like it seems like one of those. Mm -hmm. But part of me always wonders too, like how much does social media impact that and like people just get along for the sake of like the the video that they're doing. right the content they're creating but maybe that's the cynical part of me no i think yeah maybe but i think that no also because like i'm sure there's i think that bad, that's i'm sure there's down you don't parts. know what's going on behind i'm sure there's doors. down parts where people argue and this and that yeah, and the other but i think like i think the big thing to remember is i i we don't I know do, what goes on no i do think this I think the big thing to remember is if you feel like those moments on screen, the good ones are genuine, yeah. then they're genuine. Right. And that like that, like you're seeing some of the best versions of those people. Right. Like it doesn't make them less real. Uh, so like those right, moments right. are still very real and you're seeing the best of those of those people in those moments. Yeah, no, like I hate to sound negative, like I'm trying to fight you on this point or whatever. I just, nah, we're just working I just, through it. Yeah, yeah, I know. I just think that like mental exercise, right? Right, thought provoking. I, I just think that like, um, people most of the time are probably locked into internet personas and this character that you play, and the content that you create if it's successful and stuff. And I think like obviously that's all we see, so we think that that's what they are, but. We really don't know what goes on behind closed doors. And what makes me super skeptical is family shows on YouTube where, like, it's very sitcom-y and, like, there's only nothing but happiness, smiles, and, like, good, positive, happy content. Like, that worries me because it's, like, that's not the big picture. And that's a little bit of promotion here. That's why I fucking like Cozy Corner because, like, when it comes to the frustrations, when it comes to these, this father and daughter, like, not fucking vibing with each other at all, right on camera, like, just not vibing with each other, like, I get to be a witness to that. I get to be a witness to that frustration and annoyance with each other, but then I get to watch the re the, the the resolution to it, you know. Mm. So like, it feels more genuine and real to me because like. It's not all smiles and happy quotes and just a good time. Like, it's actually, it's real family shit, you know? You feel me? Yo, if anybody wants to check check out the show, it's The Cozy Corner. It's on YouTube. You just type in The Cozy Corner. I'm going to play a little clip that Dan sent me. Um, it's just a little introduction to him. But I'll play it. And if you guys want to learn more about the show, you can go check it out on YouTube. Hello, I haven't really shared with everybody that I have a podcast. It's, a it's my uh, family and I. 
uh, and it's the first chapter of our, of our story. It's on YouTube, and I just something hit a snag where it was like I can't really figure can't out quite what to do next. And I think I figured out that it's not all about our perspective. I'm just trying to get our message out there and then ask the question: uh, How many of you want to tell tell a story and just open the dialogue? Because I think there's a lot more people out there that have these beautiful, wonderful stories that they want to share, even if they hurt sometimes. Um, I think we've reached this age where we're looking for ways to kind of express that, and uh, it's that's a good thing. We need to see each other's perspective. So let me know what you think, um, and uh, do whatever you want to do with your, the rest of your life. Don't fear it. So peace out, y'all. I'll put a little picture up here, and if you get a chance, follow this and follow our YouTube. We'd appreciate it. Thank you. And that's the Cozy Corner app on YouTube. Doesn't it just go back to like gen being genuine or authentic or whatever? Yeah, I think I think that's what we're f coming full circle back to. Yeah. Yeah. Because like the other stuff is like weird. What do you mean? Like when people aren't authentic. Oh like yeah. Faking it or whatever, like the sitcom shit. It's like you gotta be authentic. Gotta be authentic, Mr. Producer. You got any closing thoughts, dog? Um. Oh, I got a question for you, bro. I got a question for you. You've been out, yeah, 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 yeah. You've been out to Kansas a couple weeks now, a month, a month, a month and a half. What's the coldest it's been? No, 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 man. This ain't your time uh, to ask questions. Um, no, producer, don't answer his question. Two degrees is is my question. Eighteen degrees. My question is: I know you, you, you've been out there a little bit. You experienced some food. I need to know what what's the best thing that you've ate from Kansas so far. It it wasn't it wasn't the best thing I ate, but I'll tell you this. Um, I think it was like a few days after we got settled in, we all we all went to this this barbecue place. I forget what it's called because I've only ever been there once. Um, but it was like a really like high end barbecue place. The thing about Kansas is like hibachi. It's got like a lot of barbecue places. It's not. So, so you, I was just making a joke. You, you've had some Kansas barbecue so far. A lot of, a lot of Kansas barbecue. Oh, I love it. Up. I love it. What's fucked up? That's, That's fucked up. up. Why? Because, because he's not sharing. Oh yeah, that is kind of <laughs> fucked up, bro. You can mail us some ribs back or yeah, something, bro. Dog. What the fuck? Freeze that shit. Damn, send it to us. Hundred dollars in shipping. Some Kansas barbecue. Actually, I demand you fly it back here right now. Right now, and steak is actually. I want. A, I need a. I need an order delivered to me in twenty four hours. Beef is is a little cheaper here. Yeah, I fucking bet. <laughs> You're in the middle of the goddamn country. <laughs> there ain't nothing but fucking cattle farms. Oh, shit. Play it. Fuck it. I see you hovering it. I'm waiting for my outro, dog. Oh, you want it? I need it. The outro, episode 44 of the Bro Therapy Podcast. Everybody, thanks for tuning in. Thanks for having a wonderful night. All this jib-jab, jimbalone bullshit. Take care. Be safe. This is job to say he loves you, or we love you, or whatever. Love you guys. Happy holidays from the Pro Crew. Merry, Merry motherfucking Christmas, Christmas. and yes, happy holidays for all the other Christmas. people who don't fucking want to hear Merry Bro, Christmas. Bro, I say happy holidays at work and customers get real upset. They'd be like, Merry Christmas. Oh, 
<laughs> every time I say happy holidays. They don't like that. Merry Christmas. They want bro. you to say Christmas. 